Summertime. I love that song by Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff. Um, makes me think of summer, summer, summertime. We're gonna be talking about survival guides. Summertime. Yes. Oh my god. That needs to be the podcast theme song. No. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Unanonymous Podcast. I'm Bailey. And it's Yanny. And today, thanks to Yanny's fantastic introduction, we're going to talk about surviving the summer sober. Yep. It's getting hot in here. Yeah. Um, I think you should just actually do this with all throwback hip-hop songs. Oh my gosh. From the 90s and early 2000s. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be amazing. So we're going to be talking about being, as Bailey said, being sober um, and surviving summer and what that can look like because it is pride season if you're in Toronto and also in Ottawa. Yeah. It is Canada Day. There's Carabana. Lord Jesus, what else is there? Patio season generally. That is true. That is true. May 2-4, August long weekend. Jesus, just all of the things. All, <laughs> all of the, of the things. things. So we're going to be talking about what it means to cope um, during the summer. Um, cope and, and thrive. Let's let's throw that in there. Thrive as a sober person. Yeah. So because I think you don't want to like hide in your like bedroom all summer long when uh, it's beautiful out. Like I want to go sit on patios. Yeah, absolutely. And it can feel really difficult to, you know, participate. I know it definitely was for me the first summer that I and you know still is shit. Um, you know, around being sober and doing things and thinking. Am I going to have fun? Is this going to be like a mm-hmm. thing? Um, and so knowing that festivals and, and concerts. Oh, yeah. oh my God, we forgot about, we concerts, forgot about concerts. Sober concerts. Festivals. Yeah. Um, and festivals. So what well, are some tips and of course have? weddings, but we'll come, we'll come oh, to that we in another separate, episode. Yeah, yeah, a separate episode yeah. about weddings. Cause... Yeah. So like for me I have this like hyper romanticized notion of like drinking a cool glass of rosé on a patio and I think about when I used to do that and how like amazing it was but so in my first 100 days of sobriety I listened to this podcast called Recovery Elevator like Mm. I listened to every single one of their episodes and what they said was one of the best things to do when you're like trying to challenge those feelings of like well it'd be so nice to just have the one glass right Um, is like follow that through. So Mm. for me, I know that like, yes, I would love to have a glass of rosé on a patio, but then I would probably have like four glasses of rosé and then I would be like, now what are we going to do? Let's do more fun things. And then I would drink probably like 20 beers Mm -hmm. and then be blackout and not remember and lose the whole next day throwing up lying in bed. Oh, wow. So when I'm like, In the heat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In the heat. (laughs) Which is awful. Absolutely. So first off, we want to say that it is a-okay to be sober um, and a-okay if you're not. And we are a podcast that focuses on options for for folks and for folks who are looking for whether it be a harm reduction mm-hmm. style or just wanting to get completely sober. So now back to the subject around sobriety in the summer. So my first pride um, being sober was 
really fucking difficult. Um, mm. And so maybe just acknowledging that it's going to be really fucking difficult or it may be uh, yeah. really fucking difficult because I was like, everyone is turned the fuck up. Yes. Um, and I am here sober uh, with my, I think I was drinking like Starbucks iced tea at that point, passion iced oh, yeah. tea. Oh, yeah. um, and just feeling like shit, you know, I felt like shit. I felt like I am not going to have fun. Um, but I had a great group of people who supported me in my journey. Um, and that is one thing that I will say is a summer survival guide yeah. tool. Probably the top on my list is doing things with people who support your movement, your vibe, you know, the tribe that you're with that are okay with you being sober and, you know, will check in on you, right? Like, mm-hmm. First Pride, one of my really best friends, one of my best friends went out with her and she was like, are you okay? Consistently checked in and asked me, like, what do you need? And also was okay with me being like, you know what? I'm going to dip the fuck out right now. Yeah. Yes, I've been here for a smooth five minutes, paid that $20 cover, yeah. but I am out, my friends. And was totally okay with that. So definitely having a tribe of people who vibe with you and are okay with you being sober and there to support you and will not judge you if you decide to leave. Yeah, exactly. Like that... Like, going to a patio, ordering a Diet Coke, a friend that's just like, cool, I'll have a beer or whatever, that is not like, oh, you can have one. You can totally have one, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, something we've talked about before where it's like, no, I can't, like, I don't know about you, but I literally can't just have one. I could have, actually, I could have one and then stop, but I'm like, well, what's the point in that? Now I'll just be sleepy. Yeah, no. I <laughs> could not have one. Yeah. Um, I think another... I would have, like, a hundred. A hundred. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I definitely <laughs> could not have one. Um, also, like, for Canada Day, for folks in Ottawa, like, I would just get the fuck out. Yes. Honestly, I lived right smack downtown by the library, um, the central library, and it was really difficult. Um, my first... Uh, you know, year being sober because I felt like I looked out my window, saw someone peeing on the lawn, someone's having a barbecue, you know, um, on the top floor. And it was just a lot. So I was like, why am I here? And I literally left and went to the cottage and used it as an excuse to do an out of a weekend travel. Now, it wasn't me necessarily running away, but recognizing that a space wasn't going to necessarily be safe for me because everywhere I went, we all know how Canada Day goes down, yeah. right? Um, there was going to be drinking. And in my second year of sobriety, I actually would just bring like kombucha to parties or like um, non-alcoholic beverages or mm-hmm. like, um, what do you call those things? Like mojitos that don't have like any alcohol yeah, like in them. Mocktail. Like a mocktail. Yeah. And so that became the strategy in the second year. But within the first year, I couldn't do it because I had not known anything. I was 26 when I got sober, 27. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had not known anything different. So, yeah, I needed to set a boundary for myself and dip the fuck out. So yeah. that's another strategy if you need to is to maybe not go to the festival or maybe not go to um, or leave town and, and recognize that if you do need to do that, plan something else that could be fun, but also recognizing that it is a-okay um and i know fomo is real fear of missing out is a real thing Mm -hmm. but sometimes you know at least for me it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth being around all of that liquor because it you know it was actually triggering yeah totally 
Um, and I think that brings up a good thing. There are lots of good, like I still love the taste of beer. So in the first year that I was sober, I never drank like alcohol, non-alcoholic beer or anything like that because I wasn't sure if that would make me still want to drink. So I didn't do that at all. But last summer, my family goes to a cottage every year and my mm. family are huge partiers. They love to drink. Everybody's drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought a case of the Budweiser Prohibition blend and, or brew and brought it to the cottage. So I was still drinking beer with everybody. Like I could taste a beer. I was sitting on the dock having a beer and stuff. It was great, but it was just non-alcoholic. And I think like now there's like non-alcoholic rosé and mm-hmm. the, I haven't found a good non-alcoholic red wine, but I found decent rosés and whites where you're like, I'm... I feel like I'm participating, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think that that was a good alternative for me later. But I mm-hmm. definitely, like, couldn't do it at first because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if I would, like, be able to just, like, stick with the non-alcoholic. Yeah, because it, it's, like, rosé with no liquor. You're like, fuck that shit. Let me get the... Let me get lit. Yeah. And lituation is a thing that can happen with or without liquor. So just... It's true. FYI. It's true. Yeah. But I've definitely noticed, too, that more and more restaurants that I go to also offer non-alcoholic beer. It's rarely on the menu, but if you ask, sometimes they'll have it. Mm, very fucking good tip. Sorry. Yeah. Swearing yeah. a lot. <laughs> um, really good tip around, around that. And I think um, also checking in sober events, right? There's so many sober yeah. events that happen. Uh, I know for Canada Day... During the day, you can find a lot of sober events, not so much at night. Uh, For Pride, well, that's a conversation for another day, but there used to be sober spaces. Um, For Caravana, you know, being in the parade and dancing your tushy off or Caravive if you're in Ottawa, Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are spaces and places that you can generally find people not drinking totally and I think that too like the more that you look for spaces like especially spaces related to sport now I'm not really a sporty gal myself but things like yeah like soccer tournaments and you know those kinds of things in the summer Mm -hmm. they're not usually well they might be drinking after like I'm on a softball team now (laughs) I was on a football team yes American football not soccer yeah and always beers after yeah and I would always say that like and this is just another tip for the summer is like the not the excuses but the reasons that we have to give as to why we don't drink um and i would say which is actually true (laughs) that i'm allergic um to red wine or or beer right um and which is it's an actual fact believe it or not um i break out into hives when i drink red wine or when i drink beer so i would just say like i'm allergic yeah. 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 I used to say, too, that I was on a cleanse. Like, mm. people definitely get it when you say you're on a cleanse. You're like, oh, I'm on a cleanse. Everyone's always on a cleanse. So they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Or, again, like, saying I'm driving. That, that's usually my go-to, especially for, like, after a sports game or something. I'm like, oh, I'm driving, so I'll just... You know, if you don't want to say the whole story to this random group of people. I was a problem people. drinker. <laughs> and so I decided to change my ways. Exactly. But that being said, I think there are, like, sober sports teams and stuff, too, where, yeah. like, the, the specific thing is about being sober and mm-hmm. still playing sports. I think that that's, like, what's critical for me now is creating spaces because more and more it seems like drinking is encroaching on things. Like, mm-hmm. now even when you go to the movies, sometimes they serve wine, and I'm like... I think I was okay at the movies without mm-hmm. wine, you mm-hmm. know? If so. you really needed it, you'd have your flask in your purse, <laughs> exactly. right? Like, yeah. You know, so I think that that's, 
yeah, that's a good tip too, is just looking for spaces where it's not about drinking, it's about playing a sport or it's about doing yoga or mm-hmm. just like, you know, photography or something if you're not a sporty person. No, no. And we'd love to hear some of your suggestions about how you stay sober during the summer and, you know, in your local area, maybe some activities that uh, you have participated or have heard of or even want to try in terms of finding uh, sobriety and also just having fucking fun because you can have a shit ton of fun and be sober. Exactly. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unanonymous Podcast. You can send us an email at unanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at unanonymousp, on Instagram at unanonymous underscore project. And our intro music is by acceleratedideas.com and it's called Fade Away. Fade Away.